This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Merry Christmas! It's Pip here, introducing our Christmas special 2021. In our previous two Christmas specials, we took on first the Santa Claus story in Klaus, uh, and then we gave you our own version of the poem A Visit from St. Nick in last year's The Christmas Thief. This year, we're giving you our own spin on the classic British Christmas comedy Love Actually, Love it or loathe it, come Christmas time, there's no getting away from this film on British television, so it inspired today's episode. If you know the film, you'll get some references. If you don't, don't worry, you'll still be able to follow the episode just fine. After this episode, we'll be taking a short break, and we hope to be back on your podcast feeds in late January. Making this show is a great adventure. It's also very hard work and very time-consuming. So if you'd like to help us make more episodes in the new year, and if you want to treat yourself to the first four episodes of the bonus series The Alvina Archives, do consider becoming a patron of the show from just $5 per new episode. We really can't stress enough how much of a difference it makes for producing this show, and all of us here at Amelia would be so, so grateful. You can find out more about supporting the show on ameliapodcast.com, and we'd like to thank all of our patrons who have supported us in 2021. Without you, we wouldn't still be doing this. And now, without further ado, it's time for Mr. Love Actuary. Congratulations. You have come to the Amelia Project. If you're not serious, please hang up. If you continue, there is no return. Good choice. There is a new life awaiting you. You'll hear back from us. If you don't hear back, please consider this a hoax. Leave your message after the beep. Hi there. Just letting you know I'm going to be there in a sec. It's going to be great. Project. Created by Philip Thorne and Ostein Braga, with music and sound design by Frederick Barden and Adam Raymonda. Episode 47 Christmas Special. 
Mr. Love Actuary. That's where you are. I've been looking all over for you. Why are you on the roof? Sheba and I are enjoying the view. Oh, you got yourself a cat? Oh, she's not my cat. No, 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 you don't own a cat, Alvina. Cats are free spirits. Well, it's freezing up here. Have some hot punch. Punch? It'll warm you up. Since when do you drink- Since the cocoa stopped tasting of anything. What do you mean, the cocoa stopped tasting of anything? Doesn't Paris look beautiful in the snow? I was planning on a stroll once it gets dark to take in the lights. Oh, and apparently Galerie Lafayette have a Christmas tree that stretches all the way to the top of the dome. <laughs> Maybe we should walk over there together later. What do you think, Alvina? Mm, sounds nice. What's wrong? It's not going to be the same this year, is it? Without Joey and Salvatore's fireworks, and Kozlovsky's turkey and cranberry tacos. Salvatore's homemade rocket put London on terrorist alert. And you vowed never to let Kozlowski into the kitchen again after his mince pies mutated and started crawling all over the office. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just... Do you miss London? No. You were in London for a long time, though. And now I'm back in Paris. You know what I do miss? People. Hmm. Joey... Salvatore, Walter, Kozlovsky, my niece. I'll miss her birthday, you know. I was going to take her to the Alicia Cairn live show. It starts at midnight and you just watch her sleep and get up to pee. I'm sure Lorraine misses you too. Does it get any easier? What? Moving. I've only escaped twice. And the first time, all I left behind was a rock and some seagulls. It doesn't. Oh. Well, I spent the morning baking, and while my mince pies might not have Kozlovsky's novelty factor, at least they won't jump out of the tins and keep us awake at night by trashing the kitchen. Mince pies and carols tonight? Ooh, and how about a Christmas movie? Do you think we can get Amelia to join us this time? Hmm. When it comes to Christmas, she outgrinches the Grinch. What the heck? What, what is that? Is it a plane? Is it a bird? Is it an angel? No. It's... It's a man in a wingsuit. He's heading right here. Oh, that looks so fun. Oh, he's going to crash. Move, move. Run, Shiva. Save yourself. Hi there. Is this Amelia's house? Are you... Mr. Love, actuary. Mr. Love, it is you! I didn't expect you to arrive like this, and not so soon. I made good time. I'm very jealous of your wingsuit, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I love that thing, I'll tell you. So, are you Elvina? I certainly am. Pleasure. Welcome to the Amelia Project. You just walked onto the roof! From the air! <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> um, uh, uh, hello? Hello! Who do I have the pleasure of meeting? I'm Amelia's interviewer. You can call me the interviewer. What if I call you Mr. Charming? <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, that works. Are you a client? 
<laughs> no. It's much more exciting than that. <laughs> Haven't you told him about me? I, I thought I'd had more time to prepare everyone. I, I thought you'd only be coming after the holidays. I. Well, let's go inside. You have to meet Amelia. Gentlemen first. Thank you. Did I just... send something? Are you two... Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not dating? I'm not so sure running an illicit organization and dating really go together. Really? I never found that. Uh, okay. After you, Mr. Love. Thank you. Putain de mer, je m'en fous qu'on soit le 23 décembre. J'ai besoin d'un putain de garagiste. B Bonjour. Bonjour. Vous venez de me raccrocher Everything all right? I'm trying to get a mechanic to fix the moped so we don't have to rely on the goddamn metro, and they're saying they can only send someone après les fêtes. What does that mean? After New Year. Well, it is the 23rd of December, so... Unbelievable. Just because there's some bank holiday, everybody thinks they can just forget about work. That is sort of the point of a bank holiday, isn't it? And it's not just some bank holiday, it's... What do you want, Alvina? I've got someone to see you. Not a good time. He's come a very long way. Don't care. But it's a surprise! I hate surprises. Oh, come on, Amelia. Okay. But if this is a singing Santa like last year, I swear to God he'll leave with a fucking dart stuck in his forehead. So can I bring him in? Very well. She's ready to see you. Pleasure to meet you, Mr. Love, actuary. Did you say Mr. Love? Yes. And you're a... An actuary. Right. To be honest, Mr. Love, I'm rather in the dark here. You see, Alvina didn't tell me you were coming. I was going to, you didn't. but... So, Mr. Love, why don't you tell us what this meeting is about? I'm here because I love what you do. And I want to see you do that even more successfully. I don't get it. Let me draw a little comparison. Sure. In many ways, you operate like an insurance company. Not really. An insurance company saves you when you're in trouble. They pay for a new computer if your old one gets stolen. They help you rebuild your house when the old one burns down. But that costs a lot of money. So, to make an insurance company a profitable venture, they need to make sure they don't take any unnecessary risks. You don't want to pay out more than you get in. Thanks for the mansplaining. The Amelia Project also helps people who are in trouble. But that costs a lot of money, too. Sometimes more than you've anticipated. As I'm sure you've noticed from your current bottom line. Presumptuous. But accurate. It's an interesting theory. Oh, you're not in the red? We're doing fine. That's not the impression I get. Alvina? I might have explained our situation. <clears throat> As an actuary, what I do is risk assessment. I would look at any potential client of yours and any disappearance plan you come up with and make a projection, analyzing if this particular venture is a financial gamble or a safe bet. We are perfectly capable of doing our own risk assessments, thank you very much. We don't take on any old client. 
We have an interview process. I don't know if you've met our interviewer already, I but- I have. I didn't catch his name, though. He's Mr. Interviewer to you. Ooh, I love a bit of mystery. Now, as charming as Mr. Interviewer is, I do understand that he has a tendency of choosing clients based on whether he finds them interesting, rather than whether their case is profitable. Is that right? I'm not prepared to discuss our business model with you. Fair enough. I completely understand. Although, I do also understand that, to the constant frustration of Alvina here, Mr. Mysterious has a knack for rather extravagant disappearances? We are a boutique service. Which means sometimes expenditure exceeds income. Which is unproblematic when things are going well, but when you're trying to rebuild your business from scratch... How much did you tell him? Not that much. You're down with a broken back, and every choice counts. My job is to make sure you don't screw it up. At what cost? A percentage. I don't like percentages. Why not? There are too many of them. Which is why they're so easy to divvy up. Why should I trust you? Why shouldn't you? We need to be very cautious about who we work with. You know what we do. We operate within the realm of justifiability, but not necessarily legality. Oh, please. I'm an actuary. Which means? I work with numbers. Numbers have no morals. They don't lie to you but they can surprise you. They can slip out of your hands as easily as a bar of soap, and you're forced to bend over and pick it up, which is a risky business. Right. Most accidents happen at home. My job is to make numbers less slippery. When I work for clients like Honesty Insurance Incorporated or Price Firehouse Coopers, or Enron, or Giuliani, Giuliani, Madoff, and Giuliani. My job is not to make their hands less slippery. I only worry about the soap. If you see what I mean. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure I would brag about having worked for Enron. They fired me. And see how that went. Amelia, I don't see why you're not excited. I'm solving a problem here. Well, you sprung this on me like a yank in a box, didn't you? No offense. None taken. I think I should be rewarded for showing initiative. Like when Arthur initiated Cocovan Fridays. This is a little bit different than Cocovan Fridays, don't you think? Who's Arthur? No one. <clears throat> so, who do you need to screw around here to get a Budweiser and a bag of chips? Well, how's it going? Splendidly. I'm just getting to know your delightful colleagues. I've brought some cocoa. It's just arrived from Les Dumagots. Would you like to try some, Mr. Love? You can call me Gareth. Oh. Here's your cup, Gareth. Thank you, Arthur. You're welcome. I, uh, wait a minute. How do you know my middle name? Read it in your eyes. Oh, it's heavenly. Won't you have a cup with me, Mr. Arthur? I... I... I have to watch my calories. Pah, this cocoa is nothing. You want to try Serendipity's hot chocolate ice cream with whipped cream swirl and chocolate shavings? 
That does sound delicious. I just had a fab idea. What if Arthur came back to the U.S. with me? What? We can source some U.S. clients. I follow the cases, work closely with Arthur. It would help me understand your uh, novel business model. What you think? Ooh, uh... My offices are in Denver. You ever been? The Mile High City. You're gonna love it! Plus, I do a lot of traveling, so you'd get to see the whole country. Well, it's been years. You know, last time I traveled Route 66, it was in the back of a covered wagon. <laughs> That's funny. You're funny, Arthur. Going to the U.S., <laughs> is that really necessary? Well... It only makes sense, doesn't it? If Arthur and I strike up a good working relationship, I'm sure Amelia here would feel a lot better about this whole collaboration. Huh. But uh, we have email and we can just use a safe phone line? That just wouldn't be the same. You can't see the Rocky Mountains from behind your laptop now, can you? You gotta go. Go to the U.S. to taste that true American flavor. I've got a bus, you know? A refashioned Greyhound. Looks just like the real deal on the outside. But on the inside, it's a full-blown office. High-tech computers, a media room, a jacuzzi. I drive all over the country in that beauty. Well, that sounds... Romantic. Yes. And it's a notch up from a covered wagon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she sure is. You haven't seen the States until you've taken in the Grand Canyon from a jacuzzi. Ha! Huh. You know what I love about the States? Mount Rushmore? The Statue of Liberty? Our spunk! We're a nation in our prime! Our history hasn't even started gathering dust. We are the energetic, handsome 20-something of countries. Britain? That's your old aunt, isn't it? China? A great-grandmother stuck in time. France? Your weird uncle mumbling in the corner. But the U.S.? We're youthful, but grown. Strong, but not stale. Vital. Vigorous. And... Volatile. What's that? Vitriolic. Vindictive. Vainglorious. Virile. Uh, I I was going to say virile. Huh! I can agree with Viral. The United States are like a dog humping the furniture. You're American, aren't you? By accent, not by heart. You're not a patriot? Sure. I'm a patriot to the place I belong. Which is where? Britain? No. France? Certainly not. Then I'm at a loss. Tell me. The sky. That's very poetic. You know, when I'm wearing my wingsuit... I also feel a sense of freedom and belonging, which... Uh, Should we get back on topic? Right, of course. So, Arthur, are you coming to the U.S. with me? I can text my bud right now and tell him to set up a desk for you. Corner office, 34th floor, view of the mile-high city skyline. (laughs) Well, I must say, it is rather tempting. Alvina, a word. Excuse us one moment. What have you done? Congratulations. You've reached the ad break. 
Want to know who's left a message? Then don't hang up. Alvina, it's me. I've just discovered the most amazing thing. It's called Shaker and Spoon, and it's a subscription cocktail service. I can learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right here at the office. From now on, our Scrabble nights will be even more fun. Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes, developed by world-class mixologists. All I need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and I have all I need to make twelve drinks at home. That's seven for me and five for you, and it's just forty to fifty dollars per month, plus the cost of the bottle. That is much cheaper than Vuv Clicquot, unless we get Joey and Salvatore to raid a van again, of course. Oh, and you can skip or cancel boxes any time. My first shaker and spoon box just arrived. What do you say we start our Scrabble session a bit early? I'm already shaking. P.S. Alvina, if you want your own set, you can get twenty dollars off your first box at shakerandspoon.com. Forward slash Amelia. Do you also want your Scrabble nights to be even more fun? Well, as an Amelia listener, you can simply visit shakerandspoon.com/amelia, and you will get twenty dollars off any length subscription. The discount will automatically be applied when you check out. Host your first Amelia listening party, or give a subscription to Shaker and Spoon as a gift to a friend or family member. Once more, that's shakerandspoon.com/amelia. I, I, I thought it would be such a good idea. Next time you invite some sleazeball to our office to give us lectures and steal our employees, do me a favor and warn me. He seemed really nice via email. I thought we'd really hit it off. I. Oh, you did. Well, he's certainly hit it off with someone. What are we going to do? We can't let him go to Denver. Amelia, say something. I'm thinking. I wish we had Joey and Salvatore right now. Having ruthless and experienced killers just an intercom buzz away really had its advantages. I'll fix this. What? I'm going back in. No, 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 no. You, you've done enough damage for today, Alvina. That's why I'm the one who has to sort this out. Alvina, what are you going to do? You're just going to make it work. Alvina. Alvina. Oh, you again. I trust your stay with us so far has been satisfactory. Very satisfactory indeed. I think we'll all get what we came for, and I think we're building a very special relationship. <laughs> I love that word, relationship. It covers all kinds of sins, doesn't it? What do you mean? I fear that this has become a bad relationship. Sorry. A relationship based on you, Mister Love, taking what you want. And casually ignoring all the things that really matter to uh, Amelia.、Uh... We may be a small organization, but we are a great one too. We are the organization that faked the death of the Loch Ness monster, Zale Indigo Ravenheart, Tupac. We have great assets: Arthur's creativity, Amelia's determination, Kozlovsky's right arm, Kozlovsky's left arm, Kozlovsky's middle arm. Come to that. Actually, he got rid of that one again. Well, for the time he had it, it was great. And I think a potential actuary who bullies us is no longer a potential actuary, actually. And since Americans only respond to strength, from now onward, I will be prepared to be much stronger. 
And Mr. Love, you should be prepared for that. Where are you going? I've said my piece. So, that's where we're at. Anybody want some cocaine? It seems like your visit has come to an end, Mr. Love. You can show yourself out. Make sure you see the sights before you leave. The Eiffel Tower light show should be just about tacky enough for you to appreciate. What do you say to this, Arthur? I thought we had something going here. I'll be sure to call if I'm ever in Denver. Well, then I guess it's goodbye. Here's my card. If you ever change your mind... We'll be sure to call. Now, out you go. Have a lovely rest of your day. Well, that was an unexpected visit. Ugh, I think I'd have preferred a singing Santa after all. What? But that speech Alvina gave? That was quite something, wasn't it? I'm impressed. Um, are you joking? What? You do know she took that straight out of Love Actually. Uh, what do you mean? Love Actually? Is that a film? Are you kidding me? Uh, no? Right, well, that settles it. We know what we're doing on Christmas Day. Um, okay. Oh, it's Alvina. Quick. Hide behind my desk. What? This'll be fun. I I don't understand. Payback for bringing Mr. Love here. He's gone? Uh, yes. Yes. Oh, thank God. I am so sorry, Amelia. I, I thought it was such a good idea to have less slippery soap. What difference does it make as long as we have slippery hands? Well, everything about us is slippery. That's why we're still alive. Maybe our slipperiness makes us drop the soap every now and then. Sure. But it also makes us slip out of any hands that try to grab us. Maybe our logo shouldn't be a phoenix, but an eel. At least we got rid of him though, right? And the mince pies are ready, so I was thinking we could all... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, What are you talking about? You, me, and Arthur. A little Christmas celebration. I know it's not really your thing, but don't you think the occasion calls for it? I mean, after all we've been through recently, and starting up in a new city and... No, no, you don't understand. They're on their way to the airport. What? He took Arthur? Well, of course. I have to go. Ow! Ah, damn coach stand! Come on, I need my coach! You won't catch up with them. It's not over until it's over. Where is he flying from? Probably Charles de Gaulle. Ah, I know a shortcut. Watch the culprit. Ouch! Ah. Come on! Ah. You? (laughs) Oh, Alvina. Did you attack the coat rack or did it attack you? Wait, you didn't go... Oh, of course not, Alvina. Who do you take me for? But you don't have a corner office on the 34th floor? There's no Denver skyline? I can see the Paris skyline, can't I? From the snowy rooftop. Oh. Besides, I don't want to work with any other team than you. I was just imagining running madly through the airport. Oh, you shouldn't have come out of your hiding place so soon. Narrowly escaping security guards. Uh, What if you got caught? I put on my coat in a way that if they grabbed me, they'd be left with just the coat in their hands. (gasps) Just like Sam. Exactly. You could have got arrested and exposed the whole operation. Well, drastic actions like that, it's the kind of thing you do, isn't it? For people you... Yes? Work with. Work with? Okay, 
friends. No, 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 no. You said for people you... And that sentence doesn't end with the word friends. <clears throat> Alvina? Fine. For people you... <gasps> love. It's the kind of thing you do for people you love. Oh. And as dire chance and fateful uh, fate would have it, here I am, stuck in Paris. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, and, and without being able to control it, you've gone and spent the last nine years with... Two workaholic employees. Oh, oh that's <laughs> Employ great. I'm your boss. And, and, and as much as it grieves you to say it, it might be that the people you love are in fact... You. What is this? Some weird kind of negging? Do you love us or are you stuck with us? Well, this is a surprise. Ten minutes with a sleazy American and you're as... Two-faced as Mount Rushmore. Ah, uh, that would be four-faced. Even worse. <laughs> I am very confused. Oh, come Christmas Day, you'll understand everything. You guys are positively weird. Fancy a trip to Charles de Gaulle, Alvina? We could go to the arrival gate and... Arrival gate? You haven't invited more surprise guests, have you? No, it's just... If you get gloomy with the state of the world, it's a great place to go. You can watch fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends, meeting again. And realize that love really is all around. Uh, like I said, you guys take weird to a new level. It's not weird, it's... Don't! It's better if she has the experience. I'll be in my office. Alvina... Why did you start quoting Hugh Grant's speech? You must have seen what was happening. What do you mean? You know he was coming on to you, right? The guy even looked like Billy Bob Thornton. Well, now that you say it, and I guess you do look a little bit like Hugh Grant. Ah! Uh, I do not! You do? Hugh Grant? He's a very attractive fellow. Yes, but... Hugh Grant? Me? Really? If I didn't know you and I saw you sitting next to Hugh Grant in a cafe, I would think that you were twins. Ah. Not identical, but, you know, different sacks, that kind of thing. But definitely related. Uh. Oh, come, now, he's, he is a wonderful, you wonderful... You are so weird. How actor. would that be a compliment? How would telling me that I look like Hugh Grant be a good thing? Thank you.
tuned for the epilogue, but first, the credits. Mr. Love Actuary was written by Einstein Ulsberg Braga with audio editing by Philip Thorne. Music and sound design by both Frederick Barden and special guest sound designer and composer Adam Raymunda of Rogue Dialogue Productions. Rogue Dialogue makes some of our favourite audio dramas such as Forgive Me and Windfall, so it was a pleasure having Adam collaborate with us. This episode featured Zach Valenti as Mr. Love, Julia Morizawa as Amelia, Alan Bergen as the interviewer, Julia C. Thorne as Alvina, and Tarkin as Sheep of the Cat. Graphic design by Anders Pedersen and production assistance by Marty Parzival and sensitivity reading by Marius Legner-Sneckevork. Thank you to all our patrons and a special shout out to our super patrons Sophia Anderson, Sophie Levizo, Jem Fiddick, Auburn Asant, Rushab Shukla, Amelie and Allison, Stephanie Weitenhiller, Chloe Lefferman, Elizabeth Curry, Minson Such, Rafael Eduardo Vifas Verastaki, and J.K. Robbins. To become part of our Patreon community and ensure the continuation of the show, go to ameliapodcast.com and click on Support the Show. We'll be taking a short break, but we will be releasing another compilation of listener voicemails soon. So if you want to be featured on the show, there's still time to call us and leave us your disappearance request. Or you can also send your audio clip via email to implodingfictions at gmail.com. Simply tell us why you need to disappear and how you want to reappear. And now, the epilogue. I'll just pause this for a second. Mormon's pies, anyone? I'm good. Do you want more punch, Alvina? Don't mind if I do. Oh, don't pour so slowly. The scene with the octopus costume is coming up. Oh, the octopus costume. I love the expression on that boy's face. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said this was a romantic film. Yes. That was the only reason I agreed to watch it. But it is... It's a romantic comedy. It is absolutely not. What are you talking about? This is a film about a a grieving widower, a guy who almost cheats on his wife and de facto ruins their marriage, a a, a woman who misses out on a chance of real love because she thinks she has to choose responsibility over self-care, an old rock and roll artist who realizes he's wasted his life, and a creep who stalks his best friend's wife. Well, I mean... Then add on to that the blatant misogyny. Like the storyline with that idiot redhead who is angling for whatever STDs he can get in the U.S.? Well, what a charming portrayal of young American women that was. Or the way that Natalie character is constantly made fun of for her body type? Not to mention the maid, whom we are supposed to believe falls in love with a chauvinist writer who seems to have some bizarre fetish that makes him unable to finish his novel unless he has a woman cleaning his rented cottage every single day, despite it being, what, 12 square feet? How do you even like this film? Well, I think it's romantic. I do too. Uh, Is there any chance that we can watch something else? No. We're almost at the part where Sam runs through the airport. Oh, you're going to love that bit. It is so sweet. <laughs> and Joanna is about to sing All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, that always fills me with holiday cheer. Should we sing along? Ooh, let's. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I'll hit play then. Uh... 
The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Mount Absalom, a community, a heritage, a home. The green jewel in the majestic crown of Ohio. For 200 years, Mount Absalom has been a place to play. N32. Bingo! A place to learn. For in thy green and growing arms, we have everything we need. All right. Now let's get out our math homework. A place to work. Here at the Celery Bottling Works, we produce over 2,000 bottles of celery soda every day. A place to raise a family. It's a girl. It's a place of history. And here we have the barrel of whiskey that Confederate soldiers stole from Mount Absalom patriot Amelia Pleasance during Morgan's raid. And of course, a place of celery. 201st Celery Festival, I dub thee Open! Mount Absalom is the perfect place for making memories. For making memories. For making memories. For making memories. Make your memories with us. Make your memories here. In Absalom. Paid for by the Delphi Quarter of Mount Absalom and Solaric Bottling Works. Refreshing Solaric Soda and Diet Solaric Soda. Ah. Well, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at unwellpodcast.com.